0: Welcome to episode number 261 of the Scott Howard Genuine Sploho Media and Marketing Podcast. My name is Scott Howard, and this is an ongoing collection of media, marketing, and personal insights with the title Is Generational Relatability an Issue? This podcast is the audio version of an article that you can find on my website at scotthoward.me. Often there are links in the article to material that I've referenced in this podcast. We're going to talk about the generational differences today and how they impact our relationships with others that are older and younger than us. Last month, Media Post shared a quick refresher on demographics, and that was part of the inspiration for this, along with some stuff going on in my own life. First of all, I'm going to reveal me. A baby boomer. Graduated from high school in the late 1970s. I was alive when JFK was shot, but I've got no memory of it because I was just a toddler. During most of the 60s, I was not aware of the political turmoil or cultural revolutions that were going on because I was just a kid. You know what? Watergate was the first time I really noticed much about any political stuff. When Nixon resigned, I was becoming a teen and was more into teen stuff like girls and music than adult stuff. Musically, I was into top 40 music, and those songs from the mid-70s to mid-80s were the foundation for my musical roots for a couple of reasons. First, I was listening to the radio as a kid, and then I was a teenage disc jockey from the ages of 16 to 25 on the radio for a decade before moving over to the advertising side of broadcasting in Detroit in the late 1980s. Now, my wife is eight years older than me, and most of her friends are around her age, not mine. We've been married for a couple of decades now, and I would tease her about stuff that happened that I would say before I was born. Yet yet as we grow older, we've realized that those eight years are not as significant compared to other generations. We've got five kids from our first marriages. They were all born in the 80s, and most of them have kids, so there's another generation in our family now. I recall 20 years ago when I was taking a break from media and marketing and learned how to run a thermoformer in a plastics plant. And the people that who were working for me were closer to my kids' age than mine. And that was one of the motivating factors to return to radio and get out of the very physically demanding factory world. Now, at the broadcasting company that I work for, we are hiring people who are 10 years younger than my kids While it kind of makes me feel old at times, I've also enjoyed the role that I play as a leader, mentor, and coach. Plus, I can still outperform many of those advertising account executives in our company, but you know what, that's not my focus these days. So as you and I move forward in 2022 and the years ahead, it's important to understand some of the differences in generational relatability that I'm about to share. A dozen years ago, I was guest speaker on a personal on personal branding to a group of Huntington University students, and I realized that an example I was using in my presentation, I used TV personality Larry King. <laughs> that was pretty unrelatable to those kids. So the following year, I updated my presentation to fix that. Well, enough about me. Let's take a look at this media post story. In 2018, the Pew Research Center determined that 1997 was a starting date for Generation Z. Anyone born between 1981 to 1996 is deemed a millennial, and anyone born since 1997 is Gen Z. At this point, the oldest Gen Zers are turning 25 this year, and the rest are teens or younger. The cutoff for Gen Z births, by the way, appears to be 2012. Amongst the differences between Gen Z and Millennials, which are also called Gen Y, those differences are most Gen Zers have no or little memory of 9-11. Instead, they grew up with lines clearly drawn between the political parties after the event. Generation Z is the most, most ethically diverse generation in US history. The next most diverse generation is Millennials. Some 52% of Gen Z is white, 25% is Hispanic, and 4% Asian according to Pew Research. The iPhone launched in 2007 when the oldest Gen Zers were just 10 years old. They came of age as of social media, mobile computing, and constant connectivity were part of the landscape. According to a 2020-20, let's start it right again. According to a 2021 survey, the top brands for Gen Z were Google, Apple, and Amazon. Netflix, Chick-fil-A, and Vans came in after that. But that survey is far from definitive. Others have put Nike at number one, Netflix at number two, YouTube at number three, for Millennials, the top brands were Apple, Nike, and Amazon, according to the website a marketing firm, Moosylvania, and Google was number eight. In other words, there doesn't appear to be a deep divide between Gen Y, the Millennials, and Gen Z. That contrasts with the divide between Gen X and Baby Boomers, which was driven by some big differences. Baby Boomers currently comprise about 70 million people versus 65.2 million for Gen X, according to Insider Intelligence. Now, that doesn't seem like a huge difference, but Gen X was marked by a baby bust mentality that sported attitudes of cynicism and skepticism after the euphoria of Baby Boomers. Baby boomers also had a clear starting point, which was the end of World War II and ending in 1964, which is when the birth rate began falling. Since then, the delineations between generations seem somewhat arbitrary. As a result, those expecting a huge chasm between the Gen Y and Gen Z may come up short. Now, some additional insight you, as you consider all of this, is to not make broad assumptions about someone because of the generations that they were born into. I am much more active than my son because, uh, um, well, when it comes to online behavior, I also was an early adopter compared to folks who are 10 to 20 years younger than me. I had to push and pull some of my former coworkers to move forward with certain things that they thought were just a fad but were clearly much bigger and longer lasting. Twitter is an example that comes to mind. Want to know more or do you have some insights to share on this subject? Contact me. And if you have any questions or need help with your marketing or advertising, you can ask me, Scott Howard. I've got a few decades of experience, and I'm the general sales manager of WoWo Radio in Fort Indiana. My email is scott at wowo.com. That's scott at wo Podcasts by Federated Media.